Thank you for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by Sony Condo. Condo is Sony's core philosophy, which roughly translates into the power of emotional connection and serves as a foundation for Condo Trip, a unique experience for content creators. Under the guidance of leading photographers, filmmakers, educators, and social experts, you'll explore new ways to create, share, and build your brand. You'll be in the company of like-minded creatives and leading representatives of one of the best brands in the world with food, tech, and cheer galore. Learn more about Sony Condo at alphauniverse.com. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Art of Visuals podcast. My name is Prince McClinton, and I am your host. Today's guest is Ashley Brim. She is a lifestyle photographer based out of Bend, Oregon. Uh, She has been on the podcast before, and we're actually live in person currently in Sun River, Oregon, for Sony Condo 3.0. We're sitting on the patio. We have the sun we had to close the shades because it was a little <laughs> a little bright. We we're getting a little burned. But uh, there's a little doe on the hill like 20 feet behind us hanging out, uh, enjoying this episode live with us as well. <laughs> Ashley, welcome to the show. What's up? <laughs> it's so good to have you on the show. It's so it's good this to is be the first time we've met time. in person. It is. It is. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot different than doing it in the Starbucks uh Starbucks place with, yes. with the crap Wi-Fi like we did last time. People staring at me, judging, watching. I know. It was like so that. rough. <laughs> it was rough. You weren't there. You don't know. I know. But I, got to, I got to experience the, the, the Wi-Fi dropping, and I'm just like, Ugh. Oh, yeah, that was. Again. Again. Where'd she go? But She's gone. I was like, I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> here we are. Sony Condo 3.0. We're out here in Sun River. Since we're on the topic, how has your condo experience been thus far it's been incredible this is my second year attending the sony condo trip which um last year was in monterey so it was a little bit different and this year it is actually in my backyard so um everyone that had to travel here was telling me about their rough travel experiences and i was like yo a 15 minute drive for me like it was really difficult but um yeah i'm loving it i got to see a lot of new faces and see a lot of people um that i met last year that i haven't seen for a while so it's been great i love that so we're not gonna jump into your background like i normally do Uh, if you guys want to learn more about ashley brem feel free to hop on itunes or spotify and and scroll back to one of the earlier episodes (laughs) i wish i could tell you which episode number it was Uh, i say it was like two or three i was it it was early it was early on scroll to the beginning and she's definitely (laughs) she's definitely on there so i'm really excited to to catch back up with her and and just see how things have been (laughs) but since we're on the subject of of sony alpha i figured i would just kind of start there i mean Sony Alpha, like AOV, is all about community, and they've kind of shown that by creating the Alpha Collective and putting on these amazing experiences all throughout the the world for uh, Alpha Collective members and for other people outside of the immediate Alpha family, you know, the extended Alpha family. Mm-hmm. And it's really beautiful uh, seeing that sense of community, and you and I have, have had a chance to hang out a little bit more since we've been here, and we were in the, the Suburban on the way over, and you were talking about... <laughs> You know, the thing that you love most about Condo is the fact that you get to uh, hang out with all your friends. Like you get to hang out with all these amazing people that, you know, you have these like digital relationships with (laughs) most of the year. And then at Condo, you get to like, it's like the whole, it's like the family reunion, right? Like everyone comes together and you get a chance to kick up, uh, kick it and, and catch up. And so I'd love for you to share a little bit more like about that experience. So for me, yeah, like 
you were saying earlier, um, a lot of times we just talk to each other on the internet and through Instagram and stuff and we don't really know each other, but we've had like this, you know, connection through obviously photography and stuff like that. So it's so awesome to finally get to meet these people and like put a face to the name and it's, uh, you know, Sony is all about community, which is something that has really like drawn me towards them. Um, I've only been part of the collective for about a year now and when they approached me, you know, it was it was the community that really like draw draws me to Sony because they're all about like creating different scenes and like getting everyone involved and just trying to make it like a big giant family, which I feel like we totally all all are at this point. We probably know too much about each other. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. And uh doing trips like this um, and getting to meet different people and you get to see, you know, how different people work. And all of us have such different, diverse backgrounds from what we shoot. You know, I do portraiture and there's landscape photographers or cityscapes, you know, there's like Chris Burkhardt and, you know, a couple other like huge names that shoot with Sony that do a lot of outdoor, like crazy trips. And so it's awesome to get to talk to people about their different experiences and things that they've done like throughout their career and kind of just learn from them. Dude, so, so true. It is. Um, it's inspiring. Like, sometimes you almost fangirl at certain people because I remember the first year that I came here, you know, there were a bunch of people that I had followed for so long. And you have it in your mind, like, how this person's going to be. And you're like, oh, my God, like, I'm so nervous. I don't want to talk to them because, like, they have no idea who I am. But I feel like I've been stalking this person for the last three or four years. <laughs> and But everyone's so humble and so chill. And, like, we're all here you know, doing the same thing, just out there grinding every day. And it's, it's great. You know, what's really beautiful about that. And, and even in particular to what you just said, was that, you know, you like fanboy or fangirl at some of these <laughs> yeah. people. But the funny thing is, I like, guess what, like you've joined their ranks. Oh yeah. Like you are, I get fangirled on like, and it blows my mind all the time, all the time, especially in Bend. Like Bend is such a small town and I'm always blown away because I had moved away for about four years and I came back and people are like, oh, my God, you're Ashley in Wonderland. Like, mm. you're so cool. And, and to me, I'm just like, oh, I'm just a normal person, like trying to enjoy my coffee as you drool over me. And it's it's so weird. I don't think it's something that I can ever get used to right. is people coming up to me and being like, holy crap. I think it's, it's really flattering, right? Like, I think it's really flattering for you know, because I mean, I hear it, you know, I hear it back home. Like, oh, people are like, oh, you're gonna interview Ashley? Like, oh my oh, gosh, stop. I love Ashley in Wonderland. Stop like, it. she's so cool. Her <laughs> tattoos. Her yeah, that's it. That's just, like, the tattoos. Like, she's so awesome. <laughs> like, so interesting. But what's? It's like a weird reality, right? It is because they don't really know much about you, but like, they're really excited and and stoked about you. It's just. It's got to be an odd thing for it is. For you it's as a really weird. I definitely especially like, being introverted, yeah. like more introverted and not so outgoing. That's the thing. Like I'm an introverted extrovert. The <laughs> so I am. I am. And like personally, you know, I enjoy spending time by myself, and like I'm super introverted in that sense. But then I get in, you know, situations like condo and stuff, and I like put my extroverted pants on, and I'm like, I can talk to this person and talk to that person, and it doesn't you know, really bother me and stuff like that. One, cause it's, 
you know, we're all creatives. And I think that that is what fuels me, you know, and that gives me like energy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let me talk to you about photography. You talk to me about photography and I'm like, oh, OK, I'll fucking talk your face off for days. Right. <laughs> anything else like politics? I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to just step back and not say anything because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably yeah. a good thing, to be honest. Yeah, no, uh, I, don't, I know. <laughs> I don't want to get involved. <laughs> Unless you like talking Ignorance in is bliss to me. <laughs> You said something about energy, though, that uh, I think is really important. What is the how do you feel like do you feel a change? So you spend like most of your uh, day to day life by yourself, like most creators. Right. Mm -hmm. So everyone's out. Everyone leaves the Instagram sphere and they're just all over the world or wherever they're at doing their thing all the time. And the beautiful thing about Mm -hmm. an event like Sony Condos, it brings the family, it brings the community together. Definitely. Uh, What is the energy like when you're, you know, from your day-to-day life to when you get to come to an event like this and you're, you know, you're just surrounded by just everyone and everyone's amped, everyone's stoked to be here, energy's high, like, what is that like thing, it is, it's just like, it's such a rush, like, I would, I would compare it to, like, just being so chill to, like, drinking probably 10 cold brews in a row, and it's just, like, zero to 100, because you're so mind-blown at, like, the amount of talent that is in one room that I just want to talk to everybody and be like, Oh my God, I love the shot that you took. Or, you know, like you've got to travel to these insane places tell me about your experiences. And that to me, like inspires me and that gives me energy and like wants me to go out and create like last night at dinner. Um, they played that small clip of like the Sony video that they created. And I was just like, holy shit, like, I just, I don't want to be sitting in this room right now. I want to go out and create something. I want to climb Everest. I want to be out there, like, swimming with alligators. That, <laughs> and, you know, that the crazy the things, dude. That set the tone. And that's what I love about this. Like, I love about these trips is because they just, it gives you so much, like, energy and creative experiences. And they set up so many different, like, booths for us to, like, walk through. And especially, I guess, as a portrait photographer, it's great because they set up, like, all these different scenes with different models. And, like, it really forces you to jump out of your comfort zone in a sense because you know most of my stuff is shot outdoors I don't do a lot of studio work and so for me when I come into events like this and they have like all these different sets set up it really forces me to like go out of my creative realm and create something completely different than what I'm normally used to so I feel like it's always pushing you to do something a little bit different and I love that that's so rad so not only do you get here and get like infected with this infectious (laughs) energy and just like like the flow of just like (laughs) that's a good word Uh, I'm infected right now yeah but (laughs) even outside of that like you also get to get outside of your personal comfort zone and I think do things you normally wouldn't all about like do like studio stuff like that's that's you gotta awesome. push yourself and challenge yourself. And I think that's like how you grow as an artist is constantly like switching up what you do and like trying new things because yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that I haven't tried, like video work, anything like that. And trips like this, you know, where they offer so many different courses and classes that you can take from people that have been doing it for years, you know, like it really inspires you to want to go out and like try something new. I feel like right. and I love that. So I want to, I want to, continue talking about community uh not necessarily like (laughs) alpha uh condo specific but you know you you come to an event like this right and it's like the mecca the community's here everyone's together and it's amazing but the reality is most of the year like we're all alone we all kind of go back to our 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 territories wherever we're from and uh for the most part we're just kind of 
lonely. Yeah. And luckily we have these digital communities like <laughs> online. And so Yay. thank God for that. What has community <laughs> in general done for you? There's honestly, I wouldn't be a photographer if it weren't for community. You know, I had never picked up a camera three years ago, had no idea what I was doing. And it was just like meeting up with other people and kind of feeding off of what they do, you know, and seeing like how much passion they have for it is what, you know, with what they're doing. And that really inspired me to go out and create stuff. And so especially, yeah, like I've met, I want to say probably 85 to 90% of my friends off of, you know, this silly app that we all consume ourselves with. And, um, it's great. Like community is everything for me. Um, they push me to do more. You know, I feel like as an artist, you definitely go through stagnant stages where you're like, Oh yeah, I don't know if I want to create today. I don't want to do really anything or you just get in a creative slump, but then you go and like, see what all your other friends are doing or you meet up with them and they just give you like this little inspirational push that you need. And like last year, for instance, um, I was in Iceland and I had, previously fractured my pelvis a month before that. So I was going through a really tough time where I was like, okay, I'm not very mobile. I'm in a lot of pain. I don't like see myself creating. And I remember like having this long chat with my friend, John, um, while we were there, cause we were sleeping in the back of a car the entire time. So we didn't have much to do except for talk to each other. And he was just, you know, like explaining it to me. He's like, sometimes as an artist, you just need to take a break, like take a step back to be able to appreciate like what you're doing and like refine what it is, you know, that really gives you passion and like inspiration and in doing what you're doing and kind of revisit like why you started your journey in the first place with photography. And for me, you know, I started because I needed an outlet to really like, I don't know, I don't write a lot, you know, I don't sing, I don't do a lot of things. And photography for me was like my emotional outlet, I guess. Mm. And I think that's why my stuff's kind of so dark and moody because yeah, when I was like super down and somber, like I would just try to create like the most beautiful images out of it. And that was like putting my pain into something and making it beautiful. I, I love that. And <laughs> I, I love when people truly do use art as an outlet yeah. because you can see it. Definitely. Um, but it's also so interesting because, uh, you know, who says like, like I realize happiness isn't always like, what is happiness? Yeah. Right. It's different to everybody. Exactly. Serial killers like to do terrible things, <laughs> but that makes, them but happy. that makes them happy. Yeah. And so like, who are we to so is, is, ha is chasing, is happiness like always? <laughs> and so it's always so interesting when people are like, Oh, are you sad? Are you like <clears throat> your stuff's so moody or, you know, what's wrong? Like, yeah. It's like, I, yeah. I, I, for all I know, you're as happy as can, That's <laughs> can the thing, be. Like, like, my, it's funny because for the longest time, like, you know, when I first started doing photography, I was in a different headspace than what I am now. You mm. know, to me, it was definitely something that it was like given to get out of my own head and like kind of my own sickness that I was going through. And like the more I progress, the more I have to be a little bit more creative about it because I'm not in the same headspace that I was when I first started. And I find inspiration in other things. And I think that's why my style kind of fluctuates so much is mm -hmm. like sometimes I'll post like a photo that's a little bit lighter and happier and whatnot. And then other days I'm like, okay, I'm kind of feeling somber. Like I'm going to post something a little bit darker, but yeah, it just comes in like, flows, I guess. And I 
love it. I don't know. It's like you have your style, but your style comes in like these different intensity it profiles does. depending yeah. on like your emotional, like your current emotional state, like yeah. whatever's going on in your life. Exactly. It may be this or it may be way on this spectrum. Yeah. And now that I'm so happy, I'm just like, crap, I don't know. I need someone to just kick me or something no. so I can create something. <laughs> kick me while I'm down. Somebody hurt me. You know? uh, it, it's, it's actually really funny. You know, a lot of famous uh musicians and, and artists talk about how it's uh it's pain it is that, that really is <clears throat> empowers them to, to create yeah exactly it's like they need intense things they can't yeah they're like i'm too happy it's hard exactly. like i need it is you know or or an undeveloped artist like people will be like mm -hmm. oh like they're really good but you know they have they just haven't experienced enough life they yeah. haven't experienced heartbreak they haven't experienced Definitely. real pain and when they do like that's when you'll see their best yeah. work come to life and it's so true and i like i've told that to a lot of people cuz you know i in my past like have always been with artists in some sense and i think it's because i'm so drawn to them because i i can feel like their emotional pain in a sense and and i get that cuz i've been there and i've and i and i love to see like what they create out of it and i remember I want to say it was like a year or so ago when I first signed with Sony and they asked me to give a quote about like what inspires me. And my direct quote was my pain is my muse. And that's, you know, that's what makes me create art. And that's my emotional outlet. Like that's me pouring my soul into something. And I think when people look at my work, they can see that they can see like, oh, you put so much emotion. Like there's a lot of emotion into your work. And that's because I'm literally like pouring my heart and soul into what I'm doing and I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I don't want to go out and create something just to create like, yeah, I'm a great photographer and I could probably go out and shoot anything, but I want to put myself into my work and I want people to see that. Otherwise it's not beneficial to me. I love that. I, I, <laughs> well, just the way you're lighting up. I, can see, I know. I, I'm like, I got deep real quick. <laughs> uh, I need some do, water. <laughs> like, do you think you could, you could, uh, do you think you could take it deeper? Could you go further? Like, <laughs> you know, it's scary, right? Because it is. you have to allow yourself to become vulnerable, vulnerable. to let yeah. to let people in. But definitely, is there is there more that you <laughs> that you wish you could express or like feel like you're working your way towards being able to express more of the the deeper things that you do keep inside? Although you yeah. do express some things outwardly, there's definitely. still things that you probably would love to just get out, get out. But you know, for me, I, for feel whatever like, reason you have whatever fears or, you know, yeah, keeping you from doing it's not that. even that. I feel like I'm a pretty open person. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially like when it comes to my art and stuff, I definitely like, I put it all out there. And for me creating, you know, it has a lot to do with heartbreak, like relationship situations, I guess is kind of like what I've based it off of and different things that I've gone through in my life. And, you know, I put a lot of like my heartbreak, into my photography and that's why I love working with like women that look vulnerable you know they have roses and you know things that like signify love to me or like being heartbroken or anything like that like I just I love seeing emotion in photos and that's kind of what I'm drawn to so it's it's difficult for me at times to create something that is you know a little bit more happier and peppier and stuff because I'm like oh you know it's beautiful but I'm not getting across like what I would like to say, I guess, in a sense, mm -hmm. through my photos. No, 
I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so like I said, when I'm a happy person, I'm like, damn, I can't create anything. <laughs> it's, it's so interesting. So like when I'm uh, emotional, like whether I, so I like when I'm angry yeah. uh, or sad, mm-hmm. like that's where I feel like I'm my most creative. Yeah. Uh, but the art that I create when I'm angry or sad is different than when I'm happy. And when I'm happy, I notice that I lean more towards storytelling Yeah. and like telling stories of just like experiences that I've gone through. Definitely. Because I am, I, I am, I'm like, I'm happy and yeah. I'm really happy to be you, where I'm at. You see me too. And, and like, we're both happy people. I mean, we're sitting there just shooting the shit earlier. And yeah. like, I don't think we're never not, like not laughing and people see me in person. And I think that always blows their minds because they're like, they think that you're some my, emo depressed. Yeah, <laughs> they see me, they see my work and they're like, damn, that girl must be in pain. She probably wears like dark eyeliner. She's probably gothic. Like she's, yeah, she's going through some shit. And then you see me and I'm like this upbeat, like energetic, giggly. Like I laugh all the time, especially when I'm nervous. I'm surprised I'm not laughing more now. But <laughs> I think my first podcast interview with you, I was definitely, it was like hands down. I was laughing the entire time. Cause that's like my coping mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ha 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 ha. <laughs> I hide behind the laughs. There's nothing wrong with that. I think, uh, everyone has like their, we all their got thing. our things. Yeah. And humor, uh, <laughs> I'm a huge smart ass. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huge smart ass. Well, you know, they say like comedians, like I have friends that always have like, everything's a joke, right? Oh yeah. They also, they oftentimes say like, you know, comedians and like people like that are often the ones that hurt the most. Yeah. Yeah, Cause we just make freaking jokes about everything to mask our pain. Someone said that to me and it hit me so hard because he, um, I was going through a breakup and it was definitely like the hardest time in my life. And he looked at me and he's like, Ashley, you laugh all the time. And he's like, and it's to mask your pain. He like, you're laughing right now because you're in so much pain that you don't want to show that. And I was just like, I had never had anyone tell me that before. And I never mm-hmm. noticed it up until that point. And I was like, Oh my God, you're right. I do. I hide behind like my laughter because I don't like showing people that side of me. Right. And that's why my art's so dark. Cause I'm like, I can hide behind that in a sense, like I'm not super open and it's not about me. It's about an image that I create, you know, to kind of portray how I'm feeling. And so it kind of, yeah, directs like my feelings into something a little bit more beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So deep. (laughs) Transfer that energy this way. I know I do. You know, I I think whether it's laughing, crying, I I think, uh, it's, I think it's easy for an external person to say you're masking your pain, right? Yeah, Um, definitely. Because I don't necessarily understand how you're internalizing that. Yeah. And so maybe you're not masking the pain. Maybe (laughs) you are aware of the pain and, uh, laughing is just kind of maybe a form of your expression with that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I've seen people go from a hysterical laugh to just tears. Oh, same. You know, that breaks uh, my heart. And, I'm like, and, but I that's think, okay though. Uh, you know, some, like laughing is more acceptable than crying. Yeah. Right? And oh, so, which is sad. Which is sad. When you're emotional, like I don't like. There's nothing wrong with like if you gotta cry, like you just gotta cry. Yeah. Like, there's been out, times like, where literally, yeah, I'm like, there are times where I'm like, I just need to cry. Just pop the notebook on and just shed a few tears, and I'm like, all right, I'm back in the game. Like I'm happy again. There are times where you just need like one solid like cry, and then you're like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> energy on your, with life. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's in your body. Yeah. And you gotta. The worst thing you can do is ignore it because then it like it bottles it festers, up. and then yeah. all of a sudden you freaking blow up one day, yeah. and it's like, oh my crazy. goodness, like what? Happened? We've all been there. We've all been there. Uh, 
So <laughs> lighter note. <laughs> New, New Zealand. Let's <laughs> New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> uh, dude, talk to me about New Zealand. What was uh, so last year? You went to the South Island. Oh, um, that was two months ago. Two months ago. Oh, okay. Did it together. Two months. Down to my timeline. Sorry. That's all right. That's okay. Day. That's okay. Uh, so two months ago. <laughs> two months ago. I went to New Zealand. I was in New Zealand. Yes. What um, was that experience like? It was incredible. So I, um, I've been to New Zealand before, and it that country just blows my mind. Like the vast different like landscapes that you get to see and the different cultures. Like everyone's so friendly. They're so friendly. And especially the South Island, it's a lot more desolate than um, the North Island. The North Island is definitely a lot more cities and like bigger, you know, more people. But the South Island is so chill. And for me, when I got chosen to go on that trip, I was just, I was thrilled. You know, they asked me, they're like, oh, you've been to New Zealand before. Would you want to go again? And I was like, hands down. I actually like canceled shooting my best friend's wedding to go to New Zealand. And I told her, I was like, I got offered this trip to go. And she's like, you're, you're uninvited. You're uninvited to the wedding. So now you don't even have to make a decision. Like you just need to go. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to fight you because I love New Zealand Aww, that much. That's yeah. She's a good friend. She's a great friend. And I, you know, I felt, I even felt bad. I was like, damn, I should really be like, I should be the one shooting this wedding. And she's like, no, like you need to be in New Zealand, like doing your thing. And and it was such like an amazing experience because the first time I went, I drove around the island and um, went with like a local there. So he showed me like his local favorite spots. But I got to do a lot of different things on this trip. And I think my favorite part was um, Doubtful Sound. And I just I felt like I was in Jurassic Park, like the entire time we're going through Doubtful Sound, just the Jurassic Park theme song is playing in my head. And I'm like, this is insane. So, so for those at home that are unfamiliar with Doubtful Sound, oh. can you describe it? Can you get like, can you get into it? Can you like, what is it, what's it smell like? What's oh it feel God. like? What's it the, what's like the, heaven. what's the energy like, like? What's the, what's the feel? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what does it taste like? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I, the, let's get descriptive. I just want to. I just want the word that comes to mind is moist, which really I hate that word more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to throw up even thinking it. But like when I describe forests and stuff, it's like it's so damp and like it just kind of dingy and dirty but it has like this smell of like wet ground that just lights my soul and the entire place it's like green which is my favorite color and um there's fog everywhere and we're like on we had to take two different boat rides to get to the actual sound and I get really seasick, so I was super nervous. I was like, I'm going to throw up on this trip in front of everybody. Luckily, I did not. But, um, yeah, like, the water is just crystal clear, and it, in certain parts, you know, like, just mirrors all the mountains around you. And so you're in this, like, giant tunnel almost of just mountains surrounding you, trees everywhere, and just wildlife, and ugh. Not, not like a house or anything in sight. So that to me, that's like heaven is not having anybody else around me. And yeah, I could have, I could have lived there. I could have lived like in the trees, like I'm, a little forest nymph just it, out there. I love it. I'm, I'm picturing like a vibrantly 
moody place. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Colors popping, but very moody, yeah, foggy. Just like green dark, and yellow. Dark, but like. Hot dark, like a beautiful dark. But <laughs> also not because of the vibrant colors. Yeah. And so it's like this weird, uh, which is, that's so, that's like. That's what I love about nature so much, which is almost, it's interesting, right? In nature, you can have like a very dark and like beauty yeah. next to it together. Literally, and that's like Just my like thing. you were saying. That's my jam. Your Instagram is very dark, yeah. but then you, you meet you in person and you're like the brightest, bubbliest. <laughs> uh, it's true. It's you know, true. so even in our personal nature, <clears throat> we oftentimes have like that high contrast of yeah. uh, emotional states, I guess. Like it's, <laughs> um, Ugh. Yeah, I don't I don't even know how else to describe it. It was just it was mind blowing to me. And I couldn't like as sick as I felt at times, I just couldn't not be out there like at the front of the boat just gripping on and hanging on for dear life, just staring out at all of it because it was so beautiful. And then we got out like a little bit closer to the ocean and that's when I got real sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh when we were out and they were like the waves are crashing so they're like the boats bouncing up and down and I'm just like uh, so I'm holding on to like everything around me just praying are these like massive waves they like were, oh my or these God, are like baby they're like they're one foot it's, it's just like waves. the tide <laughs> people probably are like God you're pathetic but I really do get seasick and so yeah it was just like enough to like rock the boat like just up and then like crashing down so I mean I would say a couple feet not anything that's, that's not funny. like the freaking perfect storm by any means right. but enough to make me feel not well what was your uh what was the highlight of new zealand oh man there was this there was this morning that um i was exhausted i was so tired and i had taken a little nap on the bus and i wake up and everyone's like oh my god and it, there was this field that was just covered in like the thickest fog. And um, there were a bunch of trees and like branches and stuff around and everything was just covered in frost, like this gorgeous frost. And it literally looked like the perfect winter wonderland. And all of us, like, I don't think we could have got out of the bus any faster, like hand over fist, like beating each other to get off the bus quick enough to like be able to capture all this. And, you know, it's funny because like roadside shooting, when you're in a place like New Zealand where there's all these beautiful destinations and we're freaking out or some like the side of the road. We're like, Oh my God, it's but, so cool. But that's a place where you like, where it's like, it's real. Oh like, yeah. You just, you take the trash out. You yeah. walk out of a restaurant or whatever. Oh, and you're dude. just like, Hey guys, I'm going to go throw this trash out of the suburban away. And you're like, <laughs> you look up and you're like, dude, this just is mind beautiful. Blown. Like, yeah. where's my camera? <laughs> it was, it was crazy. But that like, to me was Definitely like one of the most insane spots that we had shot there. And again, like just being around other creatives and stuff, like I love that Sony, you know, takes so many diverse like photographers. Like we've all, we all shoot different things. You know, there were cityscape photographers. So that was, that was a Sony trip. That was a Sony trip. Yeah. And it was, it was incredible to like get to work with other people and meet other people and just kind of see like their process and creating images and, it's always funny to me because, um, you know, a couple of people are like, oh, I'm just so nervous. Like we're all shooting the exact same thing. You know, we're just going to be posting the same crap. And I'm like, I love that because so many people like we all shoot different things. We all edit differently. Like we all see the world differently. And so even though we're all thrown in this situation where we're all shooting the exact same thing, nobody's photos look alike. 
And that to me, like, I, I just love that. I love to see what someone else creates like out of a situation versus like what I do. Cause it's, it's always completely different. You know, something I see that like strikes me as beautiful. Someone else looks at it and they're like, Oh yeah, I don't, I'm not seeing what you're seeing. Right. <laughs> so that to me is always my favorite part about taking trips like that is just to kind of see everyone else work and like doing their own thing and creating something completely different than, you know, something that you would create. So. Right. So when you're on, uh, trips like that do you do you notice that you like pick up on things from people to like uh like you just learn little small things without even realizing you're like oh like where did I pick oh like I was shooting with so-and-so for seven days and now like I'm doing this thing oh yeah definitely I mean (laughs) like I said yeah we all shoot differently and like we all see things so differently so it is like when you're hanging out with someone else like you start to see like their vision and like the way that they shoot things. And you do, you pick up on, you know, different stuff, like how landscape photographers, you know, shoot versus like how you would shoot that situation with a portrait, you know, and it is, it's really, it's, it's inspiring to see how other people work. And, and I love that. I love it. So being part of the alpha collective who actually even outside of the alpha collective, uh, whether they're in there or not, who inspires you uh, the most right now. I understand that changes, like right, like it when does. when you're early in your career, certain people inspire you, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you reach a certain point, and you're like, oh, like I still respect what they do, and they're yeah. awesome, but like I'm at a place now where I'm just like I'm not necessarily looking up to them like Definitely. that anymore. Yeah. Um, and so <clears throat> nowadays, like who who are the individuals that you're just like, man, like they're just killing the game. Yes, you're just like, oh, oh, oh God. Let's see. I would say like Garrett King, uh, short stash. He's always been such an inspiration to me, even before I met him, you know, Mm -hmm. like he just, his work blows my mind. It's so beautiful. And I think it's cause he always like, he tells a story Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I love about work is like getting something, you know, emotional out of it. And I love seeing like the storytelling behind all of it. And, uh, so yeah, Garrett's work definitely inspires me and like watching him just go out and kill it all the time. And he's worked on a lot of like personal projects and stuff that he doesn't even do for money. And, and I love that, that, you know, he's willing to go out there and, you know, devote his time and energy into something that he's not necessarily maybe even getting anything out of, but he's doing it for the love of the game. And, and I love that. Um, I, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, dude. Garrett's he's, very fascinating he's to watch because, uh, he's one of those people. He's just, he's fun to watch because he's constantly growing. Yeah. Like you don't feel like, Oh, you know, I, I've been watching, I've been watching him and like, I like him. He's awesome. But he's just, like, no, like no offense. He's been shooting the same content yeah. for five years, like mm-hmm. the same stuff. Uh, he's that dude that's constantly like, you're like, Oh, what's that? Like, that's new. Never yeah. saw something like that before. Like, Oh, like, uh, I think he has like, uh, curiosity. Definitely. And I think that's important as an artist to be, to never lose that curiosity. I think sometimes we, uh, get to the point where like we know it all right yeah, yeah. I, I got x followers i make i'm getting paid exactly like, i don't like i'm not touching my camera unless i'm getting paid or yeah like, it, like mm-hmm. it, sometimes it just gets way too serious uh but you can always tell like who's really childlike with yeah. their curiosity because like they're always just like trying and doing new things mm-hmm. uh whether they hit and 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 people enjoy them or they don't uh it's always just super interesting yeah i love it i love it him and i had a conversation the other day it was funny because i was camping and uh him and a couple other people like just happened to be at the same spot that I was at what too close too soon (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, <laughs> let me get closer to the mic. But like he had gone to Africa and he was like, God, the journey getting there was like a five day trip and like how exhausted he was and everything like that. And um, he ended up like shooting with these kids like in this village. And he was like, that to me was like such an eye opening experience and everything like that. And I was just like, I'm stoked to see like, even though you had such a short amount of time there, like what you created, no one would have ever assumed that you were only in Africa shooting for three days under the circumstances that like he told, you know, he told me about. And I'm like that to me, like it's really inspiring to take a trip like that. That's might be super challenging and like creating something insanely beautiful out of it. So Mm. I love that. I love that too. All about those stories. Anyone else? (laughs) Anybody else? Oh God. How that's like coming to mind at the moment. Garrett, you're that dude. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Garrett. Shout out. Uh, But yeah, I would say there's a lot of different portrait photographers and stuff out there that really inspire me. Um, I don't even honestly like know how to pronounce half their names. Um, I know there's this guy, Steven, um, that's like super creative and his stuff's like always so weird. And I think I like like the weirder, the better. Like weird. Like what's weird? He shoots with like octopus, like dead octopuses oh. on like models faces. So or that's like that dark and twisted fantasy. Yeah, inside and you. I love that. Like that to me is like what, it's like to be creative. Like the, I, he took this shot of this girl that had a freaking egg cracked like on her face, you know, and he's like shooting film of it. And it's just, I don't know. He creates like beautiful image out of like the weirdest shit. And yeah, I, I love stuff like that. I love it. As yeah. long as he's not pouring milk on girls with cereal and, oh, and bathtubs. No. Like, Legit. like he probably, he's done stuff like that too. Um, like, like, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't like milk either. Anything like that just makes me want to throw up. But yeah, just like weird things that not everybody's <laughs> shooting people that aren't doing the same exact thing as everybody else like that. Uh, I, that's what inspires me. That's what I love. True creativity. Yeah. Which is fun because. Creativity is supposed to be funky. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. True creativity is weird. And it it's is. funky. It and, is. Uh, Takes you down a weird rabbit hole sometimes. And some of those, oh, like, God, I just, I look back at some of the stuff that I created. Like, granted, the images were probably not what they should have been, obviously, when I first started. But, like, I was so much more creative then because, like, all I had was just, like, all this angst and pain and, like, I was throwing this into, like, the weirdest things. Like, I remember doing a shoot in the middle of the road where I was, like, holding a bloody rose and like had blood all over my hands and just like because I had felt like physically and mentally that like I had just been like run over like hit by a car and I was just dead inside not to me I was like well this is you know this is how I feel (laughs) I feel like I'm laying in the middle of the road dead (laughs) granted the photos were probably terrible if I look back on them but yeah like it definitely is being in a different headspace is what like gives me that creativity. And now I'm not in that. Oh, thank God I'm not in that place anymore. <laughs> so how do you, so how do you get your creativity back then? So if, 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 if being in that, that darkness is really <laughs> what brings about the, that powerful energy that allows you to create and mm-hmm. come up with really uh, interesting ideas yeah. and uh, and different things. How do you reach that state with without being in the dark place? Like you're happy now. Yeah. And so- um, I would say like definitely visiting different places, mm-hmm. um, visiting different countries, different spots that I haven't been in. But like my surroundings really affect like my creativity, I guess. And so for me, you know, it always cracks me up because 
my family or whatever, they're like, oh, let's go on vacation somewhere. And they always want to go somewhere like tropical and beautiful and like, oh, let's go to the Bahamas. And then there's me where I'm like, let's go to Germany in the fall when it's like dark and foggy and raining outside and super gross. And everyone's like, what? That, that doesn't sound like a great vacation. And I'm like, that to me, that's like my heaven. So I definitely, I get a lot of inspiration out of like my surroundings and like, um, forests. I think that's one of the main reasons why I love like living in Portland. And that's where I started doing photography was because like my surrounding area there, everything's so dark and moody and like the forests and everything that just like inspires me to want to create. And, and then I would say like the people that I'm around, um, I, I like getting creative ideas off of them. You know, girls will come to me and they'll tell me their stories about something that's happened to them. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, I want to create something beautiful out of your misfortunes. You know, like you go through all this pain and this hurt and I might not be in that place anymore, but they are. And I'm like, I want to show you that like there is beauty in people's pain and there's beauty in dark places. You just have to see it. Mm -hmm. And so that to me is like, that's my number one goal is to just kind of get people to see like the beauty and the darkness and and the pain that they go through, like there's always something beautiful on the other side of it. No, dude, absolutely. It's, it's super interesting. You're talking about uh, like wanting to go to Germany in the fall. And you're <laughs> super into all like the very moody stuff, but it's so interesting. I just, this concept just popped in my head. It's like humans, we're all like flowers or plants. And yeah. the reality is like we we're all, all thrive. We all thrive in various environments. So mm -hmm. somehow humans are like, crazy adaptable right and yeah. so we can pretty much we can be or grow in any environment jesus dude that's, know, that's a chopper a, yeah that is that's a like, really loud helicopter it's so interesting as humans we're very uh adaptable to these various places we can live pretty much anywhere but i think like plants i think we all have like these certain nutrients that allow us to thrive as individuals which is why some people love the beach yeah some people hate the beach some people <laughs> love the sun some people hate the sun you love moody forest and, i am i'm which so i love this happy. i'm the same way i'm like you i like it because a they're normally empty yeah. and it's peaceful oh, and quiet yeah. which i love and i'm more introverted same. and i like that quiet but i am also there's a side of me that loves the beauty and and I don't want just dark and so the green moss and mm -hmm. the beautiful mushrooms and flowers and like it's very magical yeah uh it is it's like it's like a fairy tale to me and mm -hmm. I don't and I you know so many people have asked me over the years like what is it about the fog that you just love and I'm like I don't know and maybe that's what you're we just saying is mm -hmm. it's so quiet and so peaceful and to me I think when I'm in the fog and like say there's a forest or whatever, the fog's so thick, you can't see what's around you. And so you're really forced to just focus on what's like in front of your face and like what's going on inside of you. And so for me, like being in places, I like it when I can't see anything around me. Cause yeah, you're just like, you're really forced to focus on like just what's in front of you. And I think a lot of times we all get so distracted mm -hmm. by outside things that like we really just can't focus on, you know, what's important and what's in front of us. And so I think that's maybe why I'm so drawn to places like that is because it forces me to like look internally and be able to focus on like what I need to focus on in life to better myself. So I love it. That's your environment. Like, that's, that's, my where, environment. that's where you find your strongest signal it is. is out is is out in those types of places yeah. allows you to to grow, to be, to recharge, to Definitely. whatever it is you need to be. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do it in that be space. Be all that I can be. be. 
sorry. I had to. <laughs> so you, she's so cheesy. I am. I'm sorry. Um, I got all the dad In the best jokes. way possible. <laughs> dad jokes. God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... You you experienced my diversity this year. You kind of brought it up earlier. You broke your pelvis. I did. Uh, what was that like? I mean, that had to <laughs> it was painful. set you back. It did. So um, prior to me hurting myself, I was literally traveling every single month. I was in either a different state, different country, like constantly going for almost a year straight. And prior to that happening, I literally was like, I need to slow down. I started like losing my inspiration to like want to create. And I just got so overwhelmed with, you know, the work side of it that I couldn't even f create anything that I was passionate about or like happy about. Like I would take good photos and everyone's like, Oh, those are awesome. And I'm like, eh, I'm not, you know, I'm not feeling it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had come home and, um, I had said something to my mom and I was like, I feel like I need a sign or something like someone needs to either tell me to slow down or just keep pushing, you know, pushing through all of this and I'm going to get something good out of it. And no joke, a week later, I fell off my horse and fractured my pelvis. And I was like, this is the sign that I needed to like slow down and reevaluate what I'm doing and focus, you know, on maybe just finding it somewhere to chill because before that I was all over the place, you know, I was living in a trailer and I was traveling all the time. And I think I kind of lost my sense of home. Mm. And so, yeah, like falling off that horse was a blessing in disguise. <laughs> yeah. Made you it did. It's, slow down and oh, reflect on some yeah, things, huh? It definitely made me slow down and slow me down a lot. It still is. <laughs> I'm finally feeling semi-normal again. <laughs> I can run without it hurting. So. <laughs> So slowed you down, allowed you to reflect and all that good stuff. What are things that you learn? You know, oftentimes like injuries suck, but oftentimes <laughs> yeah. like, uh, they're very helpful in like self growth. And so I'm curious mm -hmm. if like, you know, what were some of the, the, the takeaways, you know, from that experience? Um, again, yeah, just, I think my biggest takeaway was to really focus on like how I'm feeling and not overexert myself mm -hmm. in certain situations because I was just going, 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 going and forcing myself to create, you know, as much as I could in a short amount of time. And I really just burnt myself out on it. And, you know, being a creative person, it's, you know, I feel like I said earlier, you go through waves of it where you're feeling super inspired and then all of a sudden you're just can't can't create anything to save your life like writer's block. But in the photography, realm, how long does that last? Like oh, when you have I these just, spurts, explain this, this, this frequency to me. God, so when you have these spurts of energy and, and creativity, <laughs> what does that typical timeline look like? And then when it dips and you lose it, how long does that last so, until you pop back into the other the I, other side? I, I think for me, it comes in seasons mm. because I love springtime at, with like all the flowers. And it's just, you know, like this rebirth after a frigid cold winter. And so that like inspires me to go out and like shoot photos of like the flowers and, you know, like all these beautiful things like coming back to life that have been dead all winter. 
And then summertime, I'm just like miserable because it's so hot and like the sun is just blasting. I'm the I'm the rare person. I think most photographers are where they're like, damn the sun. <laughs> like nobody <laughs> enjoys the sun when you're a photographer. And so summertime, you know, I kind of go through my dry spell where I'm like, all right, you know, unless there's like a banging sunset or a sunrise, like I'm not feeling all too inspired to create. And then fall comes and it's like mm. Oh, dude, fall for me. Like, I can't sit still. I'm chomping at the bit all day long. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. (laughs) I can't sleep. I'm so excited about life. Uh So I'm just like, I'm up at, you know, five or six in the morning driving to some location to like get up and shoot as much as I possibly can because in Oregon fall, you know, doesn't, it doesn't last as long as we would like it to. So Hmm. I would say for me, it definitely like comes with the seasons. (laughs) But then I have to like change my creativity because, yeah, I have to start shooting inside. And so then I start getting a little bit more creative with like the models that I'm working with. I'm like, all right, well, we're going to start doing some indoor stuff and versus like what I'm used to doing, which is all outdoors. And so then I have to work with different lighting and, you know, it's it's a whole other ballpark. So, huh. Um, that's I mean, at, at least it's nice that you're kind of aware of that. Oh, yeah. It allows you to like, like the fall, like maybe before the fall pops off, you're like, I'm going to rest up because yeah. I know like I'm about to be like, I need to make sure I'm healthy and yeah. good because I'm about to turn up. Like yeah. this is my season. Like this is like, I've been like, I'm coming <laughs> out of training camp. This. I'm coming yeah. out of training camp. Seriously, like season is it starting. Is. It's yeah. game time. Like, and it's nice. Cause like recently in the last, I want to say year and a half, two years, almost like I started shooting weddings, which, mm-hmm. you know, was completely something that I never saw myself. I was like, Oh hell no, I'll never shoot weddings. Like those sound stressful and whatnot. But like I thrive shooting weddings. I'm like, Oh, that shit's hard. Like I have to be on my point like all day long. And I love it. Like, I feel like that forces me out of my creativity because obviously I'm working with a lot of different people. I'm working in a big stressful situation. Like I have one shot. I'm just listening to that, like Eminem song in my head right now. (laughs) And the one shot, one opportunity to be able to create something like this is their special day. And I'm like, you can't mess this up. If you do like this, you are in deep trouble. And so, yeah, like summer times, you know, might not be something that I'm creating a lot of like personal stuff for, but like I'm still out there shooting and I'm shooting weddings. And that to me is like, you know, that's my big money making season. So then fall comes around where it's like where I get to shoot my own personal stuff where I'm like super passionate about it. And I'm like, oh, yes, like fall fog, crappy weather. (laughs) It's overcast all day long. So Mm -hmm. I'm like pumping models up. I'm like, you like we're going now. And all the girls are like, it's so cold. I'm like, suck it up. (laughs) (laughs) The images will be beautiful, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So yeah, that's that's how I power through. (laughs) I'm I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm definitely a shoulder season guy, like spring and fall. That's like, that's my jam. I think that's a lot of people, but man, there's some people though that just love summer. They're like, oh, summertime, it's a thousand degrees outside. Most, like, all my friends. So you went to Fiji last year. I did. I went to Fiji. You taught classes. I taught classes. I was You were the female photo lead, so it was you and another videographer. It was, What was that experience like? It was insane. It was so, (laughs) it was so eye-opening to me, like, um, to teach people. I've never... I've never been a good teacher um, and it's never something that I've ever felt comfortable with. And I got asked to work on this project with somebody and, you know, I was like, 
I promised myself at the beginning of last year that I would say yes to any opportunity that was given to me to travel, Mm -hmm. no matter what it was. And so, you know, I had just gotten back from, I was in Canada and prior to that, I was in New Zealand and a couple other places. And so I had been traveling a lot and this opportunity had presented itself to work with the U S embassy to teach classes to women over there. And I was just like, okay, all right putting my big boy pants on, I'm going to do it. Like it's something I don't necessarily feel comfortable with, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to force myself to go there. And so I went and it was just such a learning experience for me to like be able to talk to people that, you know, are from a different country and have different needs and like different lifestyles and what I do, you know, I go in there and they wanted me to kind of like explain how I, you know, became, uh, an entrepreneur and how I started my own business. And, you know, I've in the States were given so many different opportunities and whatnot that they don't have there. And so I'm teaching them basically how to promote their businesses. And a lot of the women had like one lady had a basket business, so she'd make baskets. And then another lady had a florist business. And so she was selling flowers at the markets. And so they, yeah, I had to like go in and kind of put like my life experience in to show them like, Oh, these are different ways that you can promote yourself or, you know, like better your business through photography and, and half the people there, like they didn't even own cell phones or anything like that. So I, it was, it was a challenge. It was a challenge for sure. But It was just it's so inspiring to see how people live in different countries and, you know, hear their stories and their struggles and see all of that and put it into perspective. And it just makes you feel so grateful for, you know, the life that you have and are given. And yeah, so it was it was definitely an eye opening experience for me. Uh, Yeah, no, it's 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 so amazing how traveling and going through experiences like Mm -hmm. that give you, uh, much oftentimes, especially, uh, I think coming from, you know, we're, we're so blessed being Americans. Definitely. Uh, I think it gives us a much needed perspective because like we can get caught up in our day to day lives and the way we live. And it's like, so like, like borderline ridiculous. Yeah. and And then you, you travel and you see other things and you're just like, yeah, that's nothing. Uh, we complain about the dumbest like I sh- things. Like I should honestly start waking up and just saying thank you for yeah. like everything that I have. And you should <laughs> because you literally it's insane that I have this much so stuff. So thankful every single day that you wake up and um, like some of these people, I was just I was blown away. You know, uh, when we were there, we had to go to a different country called Kiribati, and mm-hmm. like I was telling you, um, the the houses that they consider houses are literally, they look like chicken coops, like held together with chicken wire. And like, it was, it was something that I wouldn't even keep a pet in. And to see that that's how those people lived, it just like blew my mind. But then you, you meet the people of those communities and they're so happy and they're so grateful for what it is they have. Even though to us, you're like, holy shit, you have nothing. We have more happiness than we do most yeah, of the time. And, and so you're like, thing. wait, how are you so happy? How are you guys so yeah, happy? Like, what are I'm like upset yeah. and like not that happy all the time. And I have so much and exactly. it makes you realize that it has nothing to do with those things. It, it, yeah. And I've, I've preached that for quite a while, you know, like I'm, I'm very big on like not trying to be materialistic and like Mm. not 
granted, like I have nice things and I work hard for those things, but I try very hard to put myself in check when it comes to stuff like that. And that's one of the biggest reasons, like when the last time you and I had spoke was for me living in a trailer, because I was like, I'm tired of the materialistic world. I'm tired of everyone so concerned with money and so concerned with possessions and like not traveling, you know, cause I hear so many times they're like, Oh, well I have these responsibilities. I have this mortgage. I have, you know, all these credit cards that I have to pay off for crap that, you know, they just, they stuff their houses full of things you don't need. And so for me, I was like, I just want to simplify my life and make, the most of it. You know, I might not have the nicest house. I might not have the nicest of everything, but like I'm able to travel and see the world and like see how other people live. And that to me is so eye opening and so important because like you said, we just, we take so much for granted here and yeah, it's, it's so insane to me, like to travel to different countries and see how other people live. And they live on like so much less than what we have and they're so happy and that, you know, it's, it's incredible. Like that, that makes me happy to know that there's people out there with less than what we're given and they're just fucking, they're living their everyday dream. Crushing like they're, it. they're living their best life and, and we're over here complaining about the littlest things like, oh, they don't have a Starbucks right down the road from where I'm at. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that one. We'll be traveling and people are like, there's no Starbucks here. Yeah. Like, oh my God. It's, su- it's, it's super interesting. Um, I'm 99% of the time. I'm not that person, Uh Uh, but I still fall back into that. Oh yeah. Times And then I really have to like instantly become aware of that and be like, yo dude, relax. Yeah. Like it's really okay. Like you sound ridiculous. Like you're upset because you couldn't get your cold brew this morning. (laughs) Like you're going to let a cold brew ruin Ruin your entire day. You just change your whole energy based on a drink, bro. Like get it together. Get it together. Like, (laughs) And I love I love the conversation that we had earlier. Like you just it depends on like who you surround yourself with and, you know, like the mentality and like the energy that you're putting out into the world and that like that, that little speech at lunch. Man, if y'all could have heard this speech, like my heart was so full. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I feel so inspired. <laughs> like, I'm going to start making lists of things that I want and, I, you know, I need in life. And it has nothing to do with materialistic crap. It's yeah, it's just it is. It's all about who you surround yourself with and like positive mental attitude. Yeah. I, People don't take. Yeah, it's it's a serious thing. You really can change your own attitude in your own life. Like just be positive. Yes. I've seen it firsthand. So that's why I can't help but to like spread the message. Like I I have, I'm just like, I've just seen what it's done for my life and people around me, my team and everyone. And it's just like, dude, like I just want everyone to crush it. It's like, yeah, we can all do it. We can all just really be on cloud nine. Exactly. Often as you like. Yeah. You just Uh, gotta, gotta be in your headspace. When I'm in that (laughs) headspace, that's when I write. Like I don't write a lot, but when I do, it's like when I'm in this headspace of like, just, you know, I'm down in the dumps, like I'm negative. I'm being like down on myself and I'll write it. I mean, obviously it probably sounds ridiculous to any person that would ever read it, Mm -hmm. but like, I just, I'm like that. I need to get it out of my system. Like I need to write it down on a piece of paper. And then the next day I read it and I laugh so hard. Cause I'm like, you know what, Ashley, like you're ridiculous. You're being ridiculous right now. The shit that you were like stressing about yesterday, like does not matter today. Right. You know, it's not going to matter in two days or a year or, you know, before you die, like stuff like that doesn't matter. And it's really like, 
Yeah, that that helps me. And it's the same for you. Like you go up and you just scream and just get it out. And then you're like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit better for that now. Exactly. <laughs> but we all need to struggle. <laughs> yeah, well, we're all human. And, and like the state of the thing is being happy. Like you just, hey, it's different for everyone. And, and, yeah. and no state is sustainable long. Like you can't just be angry all the time. Yeah. Like no, like no one's just always angry. Yeah. No one's just always happy. Mm -hmm. And so more than anything, it's just really becoming aware of your, your current state and, and understanding just how to deal with emotions. Definitely. Like, and, and sadly, a lot of us didn't learn how yeah. to deal with emotions, like being a male, you know, with toxic masculinity. Like yeah. I never really learned how to, uh, express myself, how mm -hmm. to talk or be vulnerable. Like it's true but, though. Yeah. It's, 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 it's okay. And it's important for us to all just to, <laughs> to yep. take that time and, and, and figure it out and surround Definitely. ourselves with good people, community. I think community yeah. is so important because uh, our environment molds who we become. Mm -hmm. uh, and then experiences and education, like, you know, oh, like yeah. that's life. Like it is. that's what we're, that's what we're here for. Yeah. And that's never, that. that never stops. Like you're constantly <laughs> going to be experiencing and learning new things your entire life. Yes. Like well, if you today, live a good life, the moment feel, you stop experiencing and learning things <laughs> after our speech today, I was like, damn, damn it. <laughs> I see life in a whole other light now. <laughs> I'm going to go out and picture what I want. <laughs> Get it for real. Everyone gonna, gives me a hard time for not knowing what I want. Now I'm, now I know. <laughs> you're going to hey, write it out. Write it out. <laughs> write it out. It out. Hey. Uh, so it's been really, really awesome to, to, to spend some time with you in person hey. and finally get to chop it up with you. And I'm excited. We get to hang out for a few more days, but, uh, I wanted to thank fun. you so much for coming on the podcast. <laughs> thank you for and having me to wrap it up. You know, kind of how we, how we end things. Uh, <laughs> I want to give you the floor to share whatever, uh, loving, uh, words you want to just kind of share with the AOV community. There's a lot of people, uh, you know, looking for different things. And so feel free to just kind of speak to whatever resonates with you right now. Definitely. So I think my biggest thing is to just do what makes you happy, no matter what it is in life, no matter, you know, who you're with or anything like that, just do whatever makes you happy. Don't go out and try to please anyone else in the world. Just, you know, prepare yourself and be mentally, mentally healthy. Mm. <laughs> I think that's my biggest thing lately is like just trying to have a positive mental attitude about every circumstance and every situation that I'm put into and just kind of take away the good over the bad, no matter how bad it might be. There's always something positive to come out of it. So yeah, keep your heads up, <laughs> keep smiling, keep laughing, laugh a lot <laughs> like me. So that's it. Mm. Godspeed, everybody. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. Ashley Brim, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, make uh. sure to check her out at Ashley in Wonderland on Instagram. She's fantastic. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> uh, and be sure to stay tuned for another episode of the AOV podcast. I'll be here at Sony Condo all week long doing live episodes with all your favorite artists. Uh, so, yeah, stay tuned. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by Sony Condo. Condo is Sony's core philosophy, which roughly translates into the power of emotional connection and serves as a foundation for Condo Trip a unique experience for content creators. Under the guidance of leading photographers, filmmakers, educators, and social experts, you'll explore new ways to create, share, and build your brand. You'll be in the company of like-minded creatives and leading representatives of one of the best brands in the world with food, tech, and cheer galore. 
Learn more about Sony Condo at alphauniverse.com.